We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is Kits and Wagers. I'm Adam's Direct, joined by Chris Owen to talk to you on another early Thursday morning. We're talking game week 21. Chris, are you awake for this beautiful show? Got a big cup of coffee going. Um, yes, I'm awake. Um, I just tried to plow a little bit of breakfast into myself here before we started to talk. But yeah, we've uh, once again had another interesting week in the Premier League. We had for moments yesterday. Um, it looked like Man United was going to go above City in the table. Thought that was interesting. And then um, Elise hit a pretty nice free kick yesterday to to make that match one one. But yeah, the table's looking interesting. You know, Arsenal, of course kind of i mean up eight points and uh, then you've got the two manchester teams and then newcastle looking like a really strong um candidate for uh, for the champions league next season and of course we've got a little a couple mid-table sides that we're going to get into and that's liverpool and chelsea later but uh yeah a lot going on in here and then we have a another big match that we're not going to talk about today but uh got man city tottenham here this afternoon i believe yep so would you take uh, Arsenal? I'm saying here minus 125. You can find this at points bet right now to win the league, up eight points. Would you take that? I think so. I don't. I don't see why not. I mean, they've looked. They they look so much better than everybody else. Eight points. I mean, we're what midway through the season right now. Um, if this was Manchester City up eight points, it, it would, would be, be like, minus 400. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. I don't know. City. You know. Credit to them, always like you know for the past five Premier League titles, they always look super good. They're the, they're the deepest team because they can invest the most amount of money in their team. Um, but they haven't, you know, they don't look like the city teams of the past. Uh, I mean, that could always change. They could always turn it around and, and really, you know, put the pressure on Arsenal here. But yeah, I don't know. I, I I'd be intrigued in taking it here. You're still getting good odds. You get a good return. Why not? Yeah, it just seems like. Minus one twenty five is almost too good to pass up. I know it was a couple yeah. weeks ago. It was it was better than that because you know City have dropped points, but these teams play each other in a couple weeks. Arsenal host Manchester City, and you got to think that if Arsenal beat Manchester United, these odds might move up a little more. And then they're also getting Manchester City who are kind of struggling at the moment. We'll see what they look like against Tottenham, but they just haven't looked that good coming out of the World Cup break. So it's like Arsenal are 
for now, it seems like they're kind of getting Man City on like kind of a downtrend right now. So if, if Arsenal can beat Manchester United and then beat Manchester City in two home matches, this this should be minus 300 in a couple weeks if that happens. Of course, that has to happen, but... Are you giving Are you giving Manchester United any shot any long week? I mean, those odds are what twenty two hundred. Are you giving that any thought as a as a deep? As I mean, a, they're. I'd obviously I'd rather take that than Manchester City, but just like the fact that they just dropped points yeah. in, they just dropped a couple points against Crystal Palace, and then I think we're both on the Arsenal side. We'll get into that in a little bit. We're both on Arsenal for this game, so yeah. I mean, if that's the case, then we could probably wait on this and it'd be plus 3,000 right. after they lose to Arsenal kind of a thing. So, but I mean, they're, they're playing well. It's just, I'm not sure they, the, the goal scoring, the consistent goal scoring that you have with like Arsenal and Man City is there for Manchester United. They dominated Crystal Palace pretty much for 90 minutes and it, I mean, it was kind of their fault for not going up more than one goal. And then they allowed that late one on a set piece. And and that that's just kind of things that happens to teams that don't finish first place, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, totally. It'll be interesting. I uh, Of the three, you know, give me Arsenal uh, minus 125. I would take that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it seems like a pretty good number here. Yeah. So, first match we're talking about. We got Liverpool at home against Chelsea, two – Struggling sides. Uh, we, we can look at the odds here. Liverpool have gone from minus 140 uh, about, I don't know, 10 days ago or so, January 4th, 15 days ago. Minus 140. They're now down to minus 115 to win this match at home. Uh, Chelsea are plus 320. Draw is plus 275. And then over two and a half goals, minus 140, under two and a half goals, plus 115. So you went against Liverpool last week. They got smoked against Brighton. And Chelsea, they what did they do? They beat someone one nil. They they snuck away with a win. So, uh, what what do you think is going to happen in this match? Two two struggles, really. Yeah, hilarious that we have to. Uh, you know, we you know typically this would be like oh you know top four matchup. Uh, you know European implications. You know all that good stuff. And we're just talking two mid table sides here right now in the Premier League. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's it's like a match of two of the most underwhelming teams out there. But uh, yeah, Chelsea. I mean, the, the news here: Chelsea just picked up Mudrik from. Uh, he was in uh, Shakhtar. Shakhtar Donsk. Yeah. So um, I don't know if he comes on. It's likely as a sub. Uh, he fits the mold of like the seven other attacking midfielders, wingers that Chelsea have available. Um, so interesting bit of business there, um, and maybe not the piece that they needed but and then they also got the defender uh Badishel, i want to say yeah body yeah yeah he started yeah. he started yeah. against crystal palace yeah so they got the 1-0 against crystal palace uh over the weekend and he looked pretty good so that was a nice addition um meanwhile liverpool haven't really added anybody i mean they, they got gokpo who's who's been getting minutes but hasn't necessarily impressed um i'm interested to see who they bring out bring on in the midfield of this game the you know the old guard of Fabinho, Jordan Henderson, and and uh, you know Thiago should always have his place in the team. Just give it as how good he is. But like I would, the, I think it's Steven Bacic. He's been playing some minutes at holding midfielder for them. So I wouldn't be surprised if Klopp's like, all right, you know, we got we need some some legs. You know, he some... started against Wolverhampton. I think it was that Tuesday. 
Yeah, yeah, he did. He played. I thought, you know, I watched most of that, and he played pretty well. So, wouldn't be surprised to see him come in. I don't, you know, aside from all that, I don't know why the line's gone down to minus one fifteen for Liverpool. Yeah, they're playing at home, but I mean, a one zero win where they look good in the first half, a little shakier in the second yeah. half against Wolves. Um, but like, it's it's just like, I, you know, I don't I don't know why they're getting the benefit of the doubt. When you look at their previous results, of course, they had the two uh, cup final games last week or last year. Both zero zero, you know. So I wonder if we'll see something similar to that. And then uh, you know, it's been two two, one one, and then Chelsea won um in March of twenty one. So it's like I don't you know, Liverpool getting pretty good odds here. I'm just gonna avoid that completely. Um I, there's nothing that we've seen. I mean, you could say this for both teams, but nothing that we've seen from either team where it's like, okay, they're back, you know, the the engine's revving, they they can take down this team. Um, so that's why I'm going to go double chance. You're actually getting pretty good odds on Chelsea here. Double chance at Anfield, so a little risky, but you minus 105 on the double chance for Chelsea. So I won against uh, Liverpool last last week, and you know nothing. There wasn't anything that happened in that game for me to change my mind about how they're playing. So you know, you, let's let's roll with Chelsea again here. Yeah, two struggling sides. I'd even look at the the prior results when I when I put my bet in. But if you're looking on the screen, I got under two and a half goals. That's plus one fifteen. You said the two cup games last year were scoreless. So, I mean, you just look at what these teams have done. Um, it feels like these odds, the over under, is kind of based off of I don't know early season or prior season form for these teams. This Liverpool team is just not – they're not playing the same way that they have in past seasons. It's like the goals are not coming for them. I know Salah has, has been healthy, but it just hasn't been happening. Like in that Wolverhampton match, they won 1-0. Um, I can't remember what their XG was because the only goal was that Harvey Elliott goal early early in the game. It came out of nothing really. Um, but just they just really haven't been looking that good. There's a chance Darwin Nunez is back in there, but and he helps. I, I'm just not sure that actually produces goals against Chelsea. And I think both teams are kind of compared to what we've seen before from these teams. I think it's going to be a little tentative from both sides. And I think the goals will just be hard to come by. I know Van Dyke's still out yeah. and all that, but I mean, are, are we sure Chelsea are going to score? Are we sure Liverpool are going to score? I don't think you can say that for either one of these sides. So I'll just take under two and a half and you're getting plus odds on it. Yeah. The, I mean, of the one match in the past, there's one match in the past, like what, eight matches here where they've been over over two and a half goals. So, um, yeah, you, their history, the history says that there's not going to be a ton of goals. But, yeah, little, you know, no Van Dyke. Chelsea are fine defensively. I'm interested to see who starts for them, given you know they got some a new player in. They they've uh, started a couple different guys, but yeah, I, I like the under here as well. Yeah, Chelsea are Grand Potter's continuing to to tweak what he's yeah. been doing, and like they added Felix. He got a red card in his first game, so uh, well, they they went to Gallagher. Lewis Hall's been starting at left back, so it's been. It's been a, a mix of, of what they're doing. And then Liverpool have been trying to get some healthy forwards going, which they haven't been able to. Obviously, yeah. Chamberlain's been starting a bunch. Carvalho started uh, against Wolverhampton. So uh, you got some questions on both sides. But uh, I think this is uh, – I think, I mean, we could be looking at like a 1-1 draw, or, or I wouldn't be surprised if it was a scoreless draw. It seems kind of weird to say for a Liverpool match, but a scoreless draw, it feels like it's in play here. Yeah. 
Definitely. It'll be if Nunez gives him a little boost, but uh, yeah, no Van Dyke in the middle asking a lot from Joel Matip and Kanate. Yeah. The next match, the match between the actual teams near the top of the table, we got Arsenal are at home. They're minus 115, Manchester United plus 300. That's to win. Draw is plus 275. Over two and a half goals is minus 145, under two and a half goals, plus 115. So the odds are kind of fairly similar. Are these almost exactly the same as uh, the Liverpool match? Pretty similar. Yeah, so, yeah, pretty much they are, essentially. They um, are. They're exactly yeah. the same. So, yeah, there you so go. I think you can get Man United double chance, too, here. But the big thing for me in this match is that Casemiro is going to be suspended. Um, he caught. He picked up his whatever, is that six, sixth uh, or fifth yellow card? Fifth, yeah. I don't know, it was a lot. But uh, I think he's out for this one because he, uh, late in the match, he was literally, they had just prepared Fred to come on against Crystal Palace yesterday. And then, of course, Casemiro just goes out and just, like, scissor kicks uh, um, Wilfred Zaha to get to pick up the yellow and get suspended. It was, like, just a comedy of things happening there but uh yeah i mean he's a big miss for them and you know despite united had won i would believe was it nine straight prior to that draw with crystal palace so they were you know the one if not the hottest one of the hottest teams in the premier league um that might that's a, that's a, across all competitions but um yeah and you know arsenal the way they're playing we've actually i was trying to find our article of, of uh it's on rotowire um we have our records for each club and i feel like uh, earlier in the season was doing okay with with uh, United and Arsenal, but uh, I just think that the way Arsenal are playing, you know, it's, I've taken the money line a couple times this year and it's worked out. So I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with this and go Arsenal money line minus one fifteen here against a United team without uh, without Casemiro. So yeah, I got the I pull up the records here, Chris. We are combined eleven and six in Arsenal games. You are. You're three and four in Manchester United games. I am after last week's victory. Eight and I am now eight and zero in Manchester United yeah. games. There's, wow. there's a lot of pressure on this one. There is a tub. <laughs> uh, I forgot. I was gonna look back and see what we bet for this this reverse fixture between these teams because I assume we talked about it, but. Chris has taken the Arsenal side. Uh, that was my bet, and I I figured that Chris was going to be on Arsenal again and I'm giving it to him because you know he he took Arsenal in the uh, over the weekend and it and it hit so I'll give it to him again so but very very gracious of you Adam I had this in my pocket under four and a half corners in the first half uh, that's plus 105 odds and I got a few of these bets a few matches that I, I pointed out for this week I think one of them is actually in our team parlay but under four and a half corners in the first half. Um, I think this is going to be, I mean, Casemiro's out, so we'll see what Manchester United look like. Uh, like, is Fred going to start up there? Fred, is Mc, Fred McTominay going to start? Yeah, so that'll be something to keep an eye on. Is, is Vaghorst going to get another start for Manchester United? I'm not sure how much that matters. But usually you have these top teams playing against each other. It's usually right away. The first 45, it's usually not back and forth to where there's, there's a ton of turn, ton of things going on. I think I look back at the last game. There's maybe only two or three corners in the first half, but I mean, you're getting plus odds on this and Arsenal are at home and they usually 
for the most part, they're usually on the front foot right from the start of the match. So it'll be interesting to see how Manchester United play that. I think it'll just be fairly, fairly safe overall. I know there's there's goals in that last meeting, but uh, what was it? Should have kept this up. I think it was seven corners total in the last meeting, and I think that was a 3-1 result. So not that it's going to happen again, but uh, yeah, let's just go with it. You're Ryan Arsenal. I'm taking... Slow match in the first half, under four and a half corners, plus 105. So, there you go. Yes. The corners and wagers continue to live on. Yeah, I don't think it's ever going to die. I I no. found a, a weakness in, in the betting market and um, just capitalizing here. Yeah, we, we didn't even reference your record here. 35 and 16. Up If you have $100 bets, up 2200 So Plus, our parlays are up now. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been a solid run. I think. I mean, I, that includes the zero and three week I had a little bit ago, um, mm-hmm. and that was when I had to move off bets because we had the same one. So I'm, I mean, I'm I'm kind of thirty seven <laughs> and, and fourteen here, which is I'll even take crazier. responsibility for that week. <laughs> Though you went four and zero that week, so <laughs> we'll, we'll give that one to you. Okay. So we got Monday night football for this next one, and. Looks like the odds have gone a little different here. For some reason, Fulham is getting less money. I'm not sure anything happened, but we got Fulham. They are home. They're plus 220 to win. Tottenham are plus 110. Draws plus 275. I say the odds have moved because Fulham, about 15 days ago, they're plus 185 to win. So it seems like Tottenham are getting money. I don't I don't know why. I don't think there's injuries we have to worry about. Mitrovic already served his suspension, so... You got over two and a half goals, minus 135, under two and a half goals, plus 105. I guess maybe some of that is uh, Kuliszewski's back and Bettencourt uh, will be available. I'm not sure he's going to be ready to start. So I guess Tottenham are getting their guys back. Um, is that enough to for you to back Tottenham, though? Uh, I don't know if I'm going to go out and out really back Tottenham, but I'd, it's crazy how good Fulham are playing over – you know, the past, well, I guess, month or so. And, you know, they find themselves <clears> – <throat> this is the – this match is the, what we thought the Chelsea-Liverpool match would be. You know, a fight for two teams fighting for European places right now. Um, I believe Fulham's, what, sixth and, and Tottenham's fifth. So, yeah, two teams right right next to each other on the side. Uh, Fulham could go up uh, a point here on Tottenham in the table if they, if they do pull – three points out of it i don't know that i really feel comfortable betting on this one specifically um from like a you know money line perspective but uh um i do think that you know looking at some of the uh previous results here i do think we'll see i think i'm gonna go both teams to score no draw um i think one of the teams will come away with uh with some with points here um and so this is a this is a tough one just because we're not used to seeing Fulham this high. Um, they easily could have uh, gotten a point out of that game with Newcastle last week too, but that that was like the most the weirdest occurrence of a penalty I've ever seen. Um, the Mitrovic like double hit like clips yeah. a little bit, his foot goes out, he hits it, hits his other foot, and like goes in. That was odd, but um, yeah. So I'm gonna go uh, aside from all that. I I feel comfortable more so on this one betting. Um, there's, I guess both teams to score, no draws plus one thirty, And then, uh, you know, backup bet here. We do have the Mr. Harry Kane at uh, plus one Oh five. Anytime goal scoring odds. Yeah. Both teams to score, no draw. That seems to be happening a lot in Tottenham matches and it's happened a good amount, I think in, in full matches as well. So 
uh, what plus one thirty. I always think that's one of the harder bets to take because you're you're already asking for the over two and a half goals. You're already you're asking for at least three goals, and then you're also asking for it not to be two two. Um, yeah. That's always my my main worry, but I, I think uh, I, I like this one here because I think they're going to be goals. As you can see in my bet, I'm taking Fulham to score first. Um, before the what was it? Before the Crystal Palace match, there's ten straight matches where Tottenham opponents scored uh, scored first, and that's I mean that's kind of what I'm riding with here. Um, I still I'm still not certain that Tottenham should be actually favored in this one. I think, you know, more of an even plus 170-ish to both sides is is pretty reasonable. I guess maybe Tottenham are turning things around. I'm kind of surprised that they're fifth in the table, but uh, I guess they had a better start to the season than than I remember. But I think it was, there's a, it was a recent DFS show where I went through Fulham results with, with a healthy roster, with a complete team, and it's pretty noticeable when guys like Anthony Robinson are out. He was suspended last weekend. Uh, when guys like Kenny Tete are out, uh, he was injured for a small portion a couple months ago. When their guys are out, uh, they they just aren't as good. Uh, but now they're healthy right now. And um, Tottenham, I'm still not certain about their back line. So I think Fulham are, are going to probably – are going to look like the better team in the first half. And then I'm just hoping Mitrovic, whoever can score early and get Fulham on the score sheet first. So we're getting plus 115 on Fulham to score first. And then from there, um, I, I did look at Tottenham come from behind win because that's what they do. That's plus 700. Um, that would, I think that would uh, also have both of our bets hit. So you got Fulham to score first, then Tottenham to get two. Uh, that would both of our bets would hit, um, but a if nice you double to, down too. Yeah, that'd be a plus seven hundred if you, if you wanted to go for it. So then we would really be in business. We'd be in in too good a business, actually. That's Adam's side parlay, right there. I might take it. I just I don't actually know if I. What want do you to get for odds there? If you did I don't know if I want to bet on Tottenham to win. That's that's the thing. Yeah, Fulham to score first, and then Tottenham to come from behind like that. Plus 700, plus 115. You got to be in a pretty good way there. Well, I think it the plus 700 implies that Fulham score first. Yeah. Like you okay. can't put them together. Okay. Gotcha. In like a parlay or anything. That's... I assume so. I mean, we don't know. We. Otherwise, if you needed a parlay to, you just chuck in that both teams to score no draw on that. Yeah. Um, Who's to say though? I mean, try and look this up. First goal, Tottenham. Yeah, I don't even think the come from behind is even in this single game parlay. No, you can't even take it anywhere on here. I feel like we haven't discussed Fulham a whole lot this season, so it's good to, you know, good to, good to get them in there. We haven't. Now neither one of them, neither one of us took them to win. So we're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. But, all right, Team Parlay. So... Let's see. What do we got? We have we're up four eleven. We're six and eleven combined on the team parlay, but we're up four eleven. We hit three straight. I think it is. We hit three straight parlays, so we're really cooking here. Uh, we got a lot of matches to choose from. Manchester City, massive favorite this game week. I believe that's on Sunday. They're home against Wolverhampton. Uh, we got some other interesting things. Somehow, West Ham are the second biggest favorite, even though. Are they fighting it's relegation? They're way down there. Yeah. That's an Everton thing more so than the West Ham thing. Yeah. But, I mean, Liverpool are the third biggest favorite. So, we got some weird odds. There's not a yeah. ton of massive favorites. A lot of even games here. So, uh, what, what are you going with your side of the parlay? I just want to note that we, it wasn't so long ago that Adam and I were like, okay, the parlay, you know, we're <laughs> struggling a little bit. We're not super sure, you know, should we continue this? We're kind of, you know, showing our, our worst side here. But now, three straight, we're up 400. Uh, we've started to, we've, you know, start the engine's starting to rev right now. So, um, you know, to keep that in mind here as we get into the parlay, uh, what I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, the, maybe the, my favorite team to watch right now uh, is Newcastle. I'm going to head over to that game. Um, and they are going to be playing uh, Crystal Palace, who just played Thursday. Tough match. They did get a, a, a point away from United, as I noted. Um, but I'm going to go to that game. And, you know, looking at some of their previous results, there has not been a whole lot of goals amongst them. So, you know, they played in the in 2022, they played three times. In, in 270 minutes, there was one goal. So that's two Premier League games and one League League Cup match. So not a whole lot of goals between the, those those guys. Um, and then even prior to that, it was a 1-1 result. Um, there's a 2-0. There was a 1-0. So um, you're looking back to 2020, but a lot of a pretty big sample size there where you can kind of see that uh, maybe we go, we take the under two and a half goals at minus 140. Um, I just I just don't foresee a ton of goals between these two teams. Palace typically uh, pack it in and then like looking at them overall, not even, you know, their past five matches here too. You know, a lot of one, like a one zero, two, two zeros for both teams. Um, so Newcastle really well, really well drilled defensively under Eddie Howe. And uh, I think that we're going to see the under two and a half goals here at minus one forty. Yeah. I, uh, I wrote about this one for my article. It'll be up on the site at some point in the next 24 hours it is not complete though. Um, but yeah, it, it just seems like I said this for the Crystal Palace Manchester United match. It, it almost seems like there's no way this game is going to go over two and a half goals just with how with how this game is going to be played. Um, Newcastle are, are going to probably play similar to how Manchester United play. They're, they're going to have most of the control of the game and they're going to limit any good opportunity from Crystal Palace. And then it just depends on is Crystal Palace going to get a goal out of nothing from a set piece or 
I mean, their other best chance was like a shot from 25 yards out in that game. And is is Newcastle going to get a defensive lap by laps by Crystal Palace, and are they going to capitalize from that? So, I mean, it's kind of what it comes down to, and maybe that ends in a two-two result. But uh, I'm with you on the under two and a half here. Yeah. Also, a big miss is Bruno Gamarish too for Newcastle. He came off a previous match. Doesn't sound like it's super serious, but it could be a couple matches. Maybe. I mean, he's sits right in that. uh, I mean, everything goes for him basically. So I don't know if that attack affects their attack much. Um, he's more of more attacking than box to box, I'd say. But yeah, the thought is that Jolinton is going to move back to midfield, and then Saint Maximin starts up front on the as a, a left winger there. So okay, uh, it adds something with Saint Maximin, but I mean, definitely. I mean, when you don't have Bruno, arguably maybe their best player in your team, it definitely takes something away. So. Yeah. So I was also looking at under four and a half corners in that Crystal Palace Newcastle match, but uh, because when you you know parlay that together in the same game, it kind of reduces the odds. So I'm I'm taking a different route. I'm taking Manchester City Wolverhampton under four and a half corners in the first half. That's plus one hundred five. Put those together with Crystal Palace Newcastle under two and a half goals minus one forty. It's plus two fifty one odds. So this one is a little tricky because it's Manchester City. And, you know, there's always a chance Manchester City comes out. They're just dominating. They get eight corners in the first half. Something crazy happens like that. Uh, but I, I've kind of liked the way that Wolves have been playing under Lopetegui. They've, I mean, they, I don't know if I want to say unfortunate to lose against the Liverpool midweek, but I think I took under four and a half corners in the first half in that game. Um was it that game? I did take it in the Crystal Palace match. Um, I can't even remember as far back as that Liverpool-Wolverhampton match. I did take under in that one. Yeah. But uh, Wolverhampton have been coming out. Uh, they've looked pretty solid under Lopetegui. Like in the first half, that they're probably been the better team in a lot of their matches. And that's not going to happen against Manchester City. They're barely going to have possession. The hope is that, you know, Wolverhampton don't get a couple early corners and then Man City, you know, get they get in a spell of 30 minutes of tons of possession and they rack up, you know, three, four corners, something crazy like that. And then we're sitting at a bunch of corners at halftime. There is one prior Wolverhampton result I was looking at that had 13 corners in the first half. Um, so I, that's not what I want to happen here. Um, maybe it was against Villa or something like that. But... So the hope is that that doesn't happen, but I just think that Wolverhampton are playing well enough, solid enough defensively that Man City aren't just going to have an easy time just racking up opportunities, racking up corners kind of a thing, at least early on, that uh, it'll be under four and a half. So there we're, you go. we're rooting for this game to be, you know, four nil, but in the second half. Something like that. Are we? Are you Are you rooting for a four nil here? I don't – I'm just saying, you know – I'm Everything considering taking Wolverhampton plus 1.5. Uh, I have yeah, to take I mean, that one over. That's within play, too. But, yeah, they're not going to – I don't see – I mean, unlikely that they lose by four here. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I don't know. City, yes, I mean, plus – what did we say? Eight? Those are some of the highest odds I've seen, plus 1,300 uh, at home for them. So, an implied goal total of, like, two and a half nearly. So, I don't know. I mean, we'll see. Yeah, uh, we'll we'll see what Manchester City look like tonight. Um, there's a chance, yeah, you know, they, they're back to normal and they're just 
cruising past Tottenham kind of thing, or they struggle. I mean, they struggled against Tottenham last season, so so we'll see. Yeah. Uh, any other thoughts for this slate? Any other thoughts? We got Bournemouth home against Nottingham Forest. You, you have uh, any take on that one? You got uh, Brentford at Leeds. Any takes for some of these some of these battles near the bottom of the table? Um, I, it'll, it'll be interesting. The West Ham Everton match is literally the one that I think we should keep our eye on, you know, two teams in the relegation scrap here. Uh, you know, how, how much longer does, does, uh, Frank Lampard get, you know, like what, what's going on with it's yeah, it's ugly for both teams. West Ham, you know, last season looked really good. All of a sudden they're bottom of the table. So that's the one I'm going to be keeping an eye on. And then obviously, you know, some of these other matches with, uh, with, uh, implications leads have struggled lately they haven't won it won at least five matches um how long does jesse marsh get you know they've made some investments now so i'm in, i'm intrigued by those matches yeah leads are trying to bank on uh they scored i think five goals against cardiff on, on wednesday and they're trying to bank on uh that repeating in league play which obviously is a tall task but the news I saw this morning, West Ham, I think they signed Danny Ings. It's not official yet, but it's the rumor that Danny Ings coming from Aston Villa to West Ham because I think Skamaka has like a, a knee issue he's worried about. Do you think Danny Ings is, is going to give anything to West Ham or do you just think this is a, you know, whatever kind of signing? Everyone's favorite blue-collar striker, Danny Ings, you know. Um, if there's any guy who's going to do it, it's him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, yeah, he'll he'll take down Everton here. Um, all right, that's that's all we got for kits and wagers. Rotowire.com slash soccer trial free two day trial. You can look at all these beautiful colors and and lineups on the one page on our cheat sheet. But I'll just run through our place here a little bit. Um, yeah, so let's see. Can we get all of these bets? We got under two and a half Chelsea double chance. That's a winner. Under four and a half corners, Arsenal money line. That's a winner. Fulham to score first. Both teams to score no draw. That's a winner. <laughs> Man City Wolves under four and a half corners first half. Crystal Palace Newcastle under two and a half goals. That's a winning parlay. So, so who's let's going four and zero this week? Let's keep the parlays going here. That that's the fun part. That's the only that's the only thing that matters. Okay, they all matter, but the par when the parlay hits, it's a little more fun. All right, Chris is riding the line right now. He can't go one and two again, or he's going to be he's going to be negative. Yeah, money, hey, so. just know that I've battled back in the last like month. <laughs> I, I was down, I was down big, and now we're now we're positive. So yeah, there we go. All right, that's all we got for the show. We got DFS stuff uh, Friday. We got more content. Whatever. We'll be back next week. Is next week games? I don't yeah, know. We have a international cup matches next week. Okay, that's right. That's oh, right. is it? Um. Yeah, I think we got FA Cup next weekend, so we probably won't be back, but uh, we'll see. Maybe I'll, I'll jump on and talk about some corner betting, something like that. But thanks for watching. Chris, you can find him at chron8 on Twitter. I'm at Roto Zadroik. Thanks for watching. Good luck on your bets. Thanks, Adam. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.